On today's Good Word, we're talking about changing rewards and staying humble through it all. There's an old story told around the world that goes like this. In the course of his daily labors, a simple woodcutter dropped his axe into a river. He was despairing over losing his livelihood when a fairy, or a sorceress, perhaps a goddess, appeared before him. I'll retrieve your axe, she said, and was gone before the man could say a surprised word. She returned with an axe made of gold and rubies. This is yours? she asked. The man could only shake his head no at the splendor of it. She disappeared again, then returned with a silver axe embedded with sapphires. This one must be yours. Smiling slightly, the woodcutter said no. On her third dive into the river, she produced his old but well-cared-for wooden axe. This one is yours, she asked with a glint in her eyes, for she knew the answer. That's mine. The woman grinned, clapped her hands together once, and vanished, leaving behind all three axes at the woodcutter's feet. The humility of the woodcutter's simple honesty wasn't compelled. The man just wanted what was his, and didn't want what wasn't his. And he was rewarded. No doubt his circumstances of working on his own had taught him that virtue. Being deliberately taught humility by life's ups and downs is not the only way to develop this important attribute. In the Book of Mormon, when a group of people faced great poverty and rejection from their neighbors, they turned to the Lord. But as the prophet Alma points out in Alma chapter 32, it's not the only way to learn this lesson. Yea, he that truly humbleth himself and repenteth of his sins and endureth to the end, the same shall be blessed. Yea, much more blessed than they who are compelled to be humble because of their exceeding poverty. Therefore, blessed are they who humble themselves without being compelled to be humble. Or rather, in other words, blessed is he that believeth in the word of God and is baptized without stubbornness of heart, yea, without being brought to know the word, or even compelled to know, before they will believe. Jesus talked about having a similar attitude of humility in his parable of the Great Supper, in Luke chapter 14. When thou art bidden of any man to a wedding, sit not down in the highest room, lest a more honorable man than thou be bidden of him. And he that bade thee and him come and say to thee, Give this man place, and thou begin with shame to take the lowest room. But when thou art bidden, go and sit down in the lowest room, that when he that bade thee cometh, he may say unto thee, Friend, go up higher. Then shalt thou have worship in the presence of them that sit at meat with thee. For whosoever exalteth himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. Sometimes when the particular circumstances of our life are favorable, when things are going well for us, we sometimes tend to think we've earned this reward. Hard work is certainly rewarded, but getting prideful about what one has when another doesn't is not helpful. In God's eyes, we hold tremendous but equal value. He's going to teach each of us the lesson we need to learn one way or another. If that lesson is humility, a subject we all everywhere will have to take eventually, it's to our benefit to choose to learn it without being forced. We can practice humility when faced with gold, silver, or even simple wood. And that's the good word. 